Today is Monday, May 22nd, 2017. This is episode 38 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Flatus and Shinder. to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Flatus. With me, this host will make you get over here. It's Shin. <laughs> ah, Shin. Guess what? You know what? Just for that, I'm not going <laughs> to rescue you. It's okay. I don't think it's meant for me. Well, I don't, I not, really don't. It's, not, it's not meant for you. It's not. Doesn't mean I'm not going to use it on you. I saw that ability, and like as much as I'm really excited for the fact that bards are no longer casters, and like we can run around and be proper bards again, uh, kind of looking forward to some of these changes with the the white mage. But uh, I guess we'll go into those later. Yeah, I don't want to pull ahead. Yeah. So, uh, uh, as always, uh, recruiting for our FC on Famfrit Greedy Gang. Uh, that's going swimmingly uh shout out to mystic he's uh inviting a few of his friends to come play uh two of them joined today we'll see i know he said he had a few more that may be coming as well so uh to join us on fanfrit so uh garuda gang's growing quite quite nicely uh but what happens to stone skin uh you lie on the ground and just rocks cover you uh yes we shamelessly whore out our FC, I think, more than we're our own show. So <laughs> maybe that's got to change. I don't know how you whore out Maelstrom. Well, like I say Maelstrom Radio at the start. I don't know if I like come listen to Maelstrom Radio. You don't, have to, you don't have to whore us out on our own show. You have to whore us out everywhere else in the oh, FC, okay. on Twitter, on Facebook. You mean just start doing everybody's show, Elsa's show, and just come out and start whoring ourselves out on that show, their shows? Exactly. Also, Scarlet's got the, the great idea here. Join on Famfrit in 4.0, get jump potions, start running MSQ with Maelstrom Radio. Yeah. I, I, listen, I've already had... I think we're, we're up a lot. We're also not on the list of servers you cannot create characters on. Yeah, so there's that. That's a bonus. Let's make that happen. Let's see how we can make... Hey, let, let's make the list of servers you can't create a character on. So, come join us. Uh... Uh, we have there's not really community news got nothing but i do have normal news so let's talk about uh the stormblood main theme did come out last week uh it came out after our show last week shouldn't i i mean if there was nothing to talk about today guess what we probably would have covered the video can't really listen to the song there is a big write-up on like things you can and can't use and one of them is the song so you wouldn't have heard it here 
we would have gone over the video, but I don't know. The video is kind of spoilerly little. <laughs> it's got a little bit of spoils in there. Spoils. So, uh, 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 it's good. Go listen to it. Well, you know, it's a good, great song. See what happens <laughs> with uh, that. I would say if you don't want to get spoiled by what may be happening in the story, if you're really one of those pure pure childs, one of those pure childrens, uh, don't watch it. Let's go listen to the song. Maybe just like don't watch the video. Uh, <clears throat> and they're preventing server congestion. Uh, you are not going to be able to uh, create tunes on Balmung and Gil uh, Greg Gilgamesh. Am I missing one? Another more, but they're also Probably. giving incentives though. <clears throat> it's Bahamut, um, Bahamut, Chocobo, Mandragora, Shinryu, Bamung, and Gilgamesh. Yes, and then uh, suspension of high character population worlds. Uh, they're also going to give you thing. yes. Uh, if you transfer off said worlds uh, in, into uh, worlds that are lower populated, I guess, or one of the worlds. With the least, yeah, with the lower population, you can bring 10 million gil with you, and your retainers can bring five, uh, five million gil each versus one million and a hundred thousand. So, worth it. Now, they really want people to go to those EU data centers because not only are you getting the gil, you're also getting transfers to designated worlds to be free of charge, right out, right out the bat, no, no cost. So this has been particular though because they are opening brand new worlds. They have too many people on the servers and they need to spread the load out a little bit. So they're opening uh, brand new servers on EU data center and allowing people to transfer to those. Yes, for free. You also get XP bonuses will be applied to designated worlds up to level 60. Now that's pretty great. Not going to lie. That's pretty fantastic. Uh, Gil and free playtime will be awarded to newly created characters that uh, reach a certain level on designated worlds. XP bonuses will be applied to newly established worlds up to level 60. Guilt and free play time will be awarded to newly created characters to, that reach a certain level on newly established worlds. That's not bad. That is a pretty good incentive to make a new character on one of the other servers. And also, I, I does that? I'm I'm assuming that goes for new accounts too. Like instead of trying to get with your friends, you're like, no, just come come with me to this new server and get all the bonuses. <clears throat> that's I like bonus. That that would probably make sense, yeah, up to sixty at least. Yeah. But the cool thing still is to come and roll on Pamfro with Maelstrom Radio. It is. I'm not gonna lie. Oh we you get I mean we have an FC bonus. <laughs> and uh Isn't the bonus being able to group with us? That is Or is that a detriment? That depends on your health. <laughs> so. Good point. Maybe with 4.0, we'll just consolidate it all into one. Uh boy. Welcome to welcome to Maelstrom Radio. We're a Final Fantasy 11 podcast because we're gonna be we're gonna be ran after this after this one. We next up, Gusterberg. No, there's like three people in chat. They're like, haha, that's. Not funny. Uh, all right, let's. It's a weird. It's a, let's nine o'clock. It's past our bedtime. What's going on anymore? Um, I was actually just more confused because I was looking at an earlier. We had Google having issues with uh, 
potions, and now apparently it also has the issues with the word server. Yeah, and apparently we're trying to prevent severe congestion. Yeah, preventing severe congestion. Welcome to Maelstrom Radio. We're preventing severe congestion with portion size. With our portions. Yeah. What happened? Uh, mate, let's just, let's just jump right into it. Let's just get there's, into it. There's, there's just... a lot of data for, for those who did not get to watch the letter or from the producer live. It was a solid, uh, almost four hours, a good three and a half hours at least, uh, with a couple breaks in there. But it was a very, very long uh, show. Lots and lots of information as well. Like they just ran through it at really, really breakneck paces. And we're going to try to hit as much as we can. Um, Sorry for those who are really hoping to hear about the PvP information. We're going to skip over that for this show, but we're going to put it specifically on a different show because we don't think we're going to be able to cover it here, and we want to do uh, justice for that uh, topic in particular. And real quick before any other show calls it out, Shin and I clearly know that... (laughs) I'm saying it now, but Shin and I know this where they got the idea for their PvP setup. Um, and it's it, a really good idea. It is. A right, I'm not going to lie. Even if we saw that some things were very similar, it, it's a great idea that they're doing it. Uh, for those of us who have played Guild Wars 2 and played the PvP in Guild Wars 2, show of hands, <laughs> being the two hosts of this show, we knew where they got that. So instantly looking at it, I was like, I was like, I went to Shin. Shin's like, that's Guild War 2. I'm like, yep, sure is Guild Wars 2. Uh, that is the smartest. People I, people are real fucking salty about PvP, and I cannot wait to talk about it. But uh, Honestly, like, Guild Wars 2 is probably one of my favorite PvP implementations. It's one of the games that I've played that has a really great PvP implementation. It's not terribly complex, but it even it lends itself to kind of even the eSport model. And they have been pushed that in Guild Wars 2, making it competitive, having rankings, having all that sort of stuff that Square seems to try to do with the Feast, but hasn't quite made it, I guess. And with this step, will kind of, I guess, bring us one step closer to that and being able to almost treat uh, Final Fantasy as an, an official eSport. They haven't, they haven't pushed Get hype. yet. Get hype. Yeah. I know. Listen, I'm just saying a lot of people are real mad. They're like, I, what, my favorite one was that fusion. Somebody canceled their Stormblood uh, pre-order because of the PvP changes. And <laughs> Fusion uh, said, all right, well, bye. No one's going to miss you. And I kind of agree with them. Just so you know, if you're real salty about that, and I saw the person's comments about, like, I, I watch high-end streamers play this, and it's, like, good for competition. But guess what? Even with Garo implemented after Garo started dying down, other than the feast cues other queues are still slowing down. Like, that's not a good sign. Like, Garo couldn't save it. The 60 queues for the front lines aren't too, too bad. Nice. I can get on average, like, with about 5 to 10 minutes, I can get one still. It's not quite as fast as when Garo first no. came out, but it's significantly faster than before Garo came out. Yes, but then you can also tell when there are people that really know how to PvP versus... Like, if you get on a team full of people that have never been... Like, I did the other day, they're, like, people just, like, I've never done this. I'm like, well, this is... <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> so, I don't know. I welcome changes. It, it can't hurt, and plus, we'll just take our feedback on it. So, you know, maybe maybe cool your shit. <laughs> Everybody calm the fuck down. That's PvP. You gotta have all those salty tears. Yeah. It's only game. Why you have to be mad? Why you have to be mad? 
All right, let's get into it. Battle system changes. Uh, the very first There was thing a lot of reasons. Oh, my God. Yeah, go ahead, please. So, yeah, they, they jumped right into the battle system changes off the bat, and they have a lot of reasoning, and they, they, I think they did this very, very well. I think it was... Uh, I can't remember exactly who pointed it out on Twitter, but someone did point it out on Twitter that this is probably one of the most transparent uh, and best live letters that we've seen so far. And it's one of the most transparent dev teams uh, that they've seen in the industry. And it is, it's pretty, it's kind of true. Like they have told us for a long time that these changes were coming. They have really good reasonings why they've made all these changes. They have the data to back it up. They've gone, they've tested, they're going to improve it. And it just, it's kind of awesome. So they started off the whole thing with telling us all of the reasons why they're changing the battle system with 4.0. Um, whether it was it was a really overly complex system, there's way too many actions, there's not enough hotbar space for all of these things, especially when you take into consideration all of the new actions coming with uh, level 70. There was an overemphasis on static icon management, so any, or sorry, status icon management. If you're just sitting there watching the status icons, that's not what they want. They want you to actually be watching the boss, watching for AOEs, watching for mechanics, not sit there and watch for the, the countdown timer to tick out. Uh, they also found that there was a really high disparity between casual players and the, the hardcore players that are there uh, all day. And they wanted to kind of bring that back together so that casual players weren't left so far in the dust compared to those hardcore players. And finally, they saw that there was a big lack of synergy between jobs. And they kept mentioning this over and over again, and I couldn't quite grasp sometimes what they meant by a lack of synergy. Uh, but eventually they kind of explained it a little bit so that classes like, uh, I think it was Warrior and Monk, or Paladin and Monk, uh, Warrior and Monk, work really, really well together when they play the, those two classes together. And you see that in a lot of the raid meta uh, now. There's specific classes that they want for certain roles, and other ones aren't able to do it. So they took this and into consideration when they rebalanced everything and kind of did it so that... Uh, all roles or all class or all jobs, sorry, are would be more viable for that sense. There's not going to be a specific like warrior is better than everyone else or ninja is better than everyone else. Toad Rogue. I'm calling that name now. Toad Rogue is not better than anyone else. Toad Rogue? Toad Rogue. All right. Well, there you go. There's another one for uh, Maelstrom Radio. Hashtag Toad Rogue. <laughs> I mentioned that to uh, Scarlet there, put warrior and ninja as the. Uh, Synergy class, but I, yeah, we were talking on Twitter earlier, and I mentioned Toad Rogue, and now that's that's a thing. Yeah, Toad Rogue. They're hashtag no longer ninjas. Melstrom Radio hashtag Toad Rogue. Toad Sage. Um, <laughs> I love Naruto. Naruto. Naruto gifts are gonna be the new hotness. Come Stormblood with ninjas. All right. All right. Well, the only thing I was missing was I was thinking if I could try to do the hand signs, but I don't know them, so that would be the only thing to be better. I don't know. I just start doing, you know, the endings part of like Greece, where they're doing like bang bang, changy to change to pop. <laughs> I start doing that with my hands, and I'm like, oh, hopefully I'll summon something. I just all I do is summon John Travolta with the ponytail from. <laughs> He's just like looking around, lost. That's all I can do. That's all I got. All right. Well, well, Shin, with all that, guess what? It's time for a change. And a lot of changes they made. So uh, additional actions gone. Roll actions in. So uh, next gone. Killed. They are X actions. Yeah, they're gone. X was a big thing. This live letter. 
There's a lot of X's everywhere. Uh, so what that means is that they're going to give each specific set of jobs, like tank, healer, um, melee DPS, range DPS, slash caster. They're all going to get these specific skills that all of them get across the board. Um, so, like, Asuna is now a healer staple, a caster staple. Um, roll action. Roll action. Thank you. Um, and I don't remember the one for tanks, for stun. Uh, so, yeah, there was a bunch that I have them listed down here. Uh, do casters will still cheap. have... We, we saw that they had Swift Cast in there. Uh, they mentioned something that would allow them to erase uh, damage over time spells. Uh, ability called Mana Shift that allows them to transfer 20% of their MP to another party member. Um, we have also saw that we were told that Raging and Quelling Strikes are both gone. However, Quelling Strikes is being replaced by something called Diversion, which will still be helpful. Um, a lot of the actions that they did show will be re- placed with other actions that'll do something similar. So even if the icon wasn't there and you see all these screenshots and videos from there, it doesn't mean that the actions are gone forever. They might just be replaced with a different icon. Uh, The tank ability that they're all gonna get will be a stun called Low Blow, which is gonna be, I'm sure, the topic of many, many jokes on this show. Um, As well as a lot of the defensive actions that they have are gonna be unified into uh, role actions as opposed to each having their own individual stuff. I mean, you clearly meant that for me. <laughs> the low blow stuff. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're definitely gonna. I just know that we're gonna have so many things with that. Yeah. Awkward in chat. Lewd. Uh, the melee DPS uh, also get diversion. Uh, they also get bloodbath, the sting. Goat is becoming an, a roll ability and invigorate as well. Uh, so that's all nice to hear for the melee DPS. Rage DPS are getting Invigorate, a stun, we were told, and a few other actions were just renamed. I did not see Bloodbath on that list. I don't know if there is something similar for Range DPS, so we'll have to keep an eye out for that. I don't know. I would... Bloodbath is a pretty solid name. I'm surprised they didn't keep it. Well, no, Bloodbath it still exists for the melee DPS, so it, but it wasn't present on the Range DPS one. So I'm not sure if they get a similar ability or if they're just not getting that anymore blood gusher <laughs> black blood black blood no that's mine <laughs> specifically dark black blood for the blood gauge yeah Th- this pr- this proves further that dark knights are slowly becoming the horror tank they are always the horror tank i'm so excited <laughs> uh, uh probably my my favorite part here is the healers because of course i made a white mage uh we get protect still I saw Swift and Surecast both on there. Eye for an Eye is replaced and updated with a changed version, but I didn't hear any information based on that. Uh, and finally, Cleric Stance is still there. Cleric Stance is still on the list, but Cleric Stance is no longer a stance, despite having the word stance in the name. Cleric Stance is now a temporary plus damage buff. Uh, that'll just give healers a straight plus damage for a certain period of time. Before everyone freaks out about all that, uh, Cleric Stance is changing, Cleric Stance isn't there. They also made a huge change to Clerics, uh, or sorry, to Healers, in that instead of uh, previously, currently, 
uh, our damage was based off of intelligence. And cleric stance swapped our mind and intelligence, so effectively our huge mind stat would become our intelligence stat, and healers would be able to DPS because their intelligence was now high. They're changing this in Stormblood so that healers now use mind as their DPS stat. So instead, they don't no longer have to switch the mind and intelligence, so healers only have to focus on mind. Uh, and by increasing your mind, you'll be increasing both your healing and your DPS, which means effectively you have permanent cleric stance up without having to have cleric stance, which means you can heal and DPS without having to stance dance. Plus you get a bonus cleric stance damage buff, which is even better. And all the tanks will start crying as I try to rescue them and pull their asses out. Literally pull their asses out. Yes. Pretty sure that's going to be 100% used for trolling. Mm -hmm. If not by everyone else, definitely by me. Oh no, what's going on chat? <laughs> um, actions that are no longer... <laughs> I can't look at chat anymore. <laughs> it's crazy in there. Uh, so uh, actions that no longer exist will be replaced with grayed out or on your on your heart on your hot bar. So we'll instantly know, like, all right, well, this is this is gone. So you can start cleaning cleaning up here, which I like. So they can take it out. <laughs> Let's take them all out. Uh, as a part of some of the changes, uh, overpowered overpowered synergies have been pulled back. So, you know, when a couple episodes ago when I was talking about, like, yeah, you know what they're going to do is try to level it off so that all classes are viable with, within, with, with each other for both raiding, dungeons, and people, some people think I'm nuts. <laughs> this might not be a level off. This might actually be a slight nerf. <laughs> I, this sounds like one. I'm not crazy. <laughs> Just want to point that out. I only play a madman on the internet. You, I know Fair. you told, you told me play. I know it has quotation marks play, but it makes sense. Like, I mean, having played other MMOs, the hardest thing you can do is try to balance your, your classes. WoW has a really tough time of it because with e within each class, like let's say if you go rogue, there's another four sets of, of traits you can do because you can be four different things. And that's a lot harder. Um, with this game, though, it should theoretically be easier to do, um, and now this is their chance to do it. So the meta is probably going right out the window. <laughs> Raiders going to be real. Bye, yeah, bye. See ya. Meta's are gonna, uh, the X meta. Yeah, no, no meta. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, it's good because you don't want a meta. Like everybody should have a chance to raid. Everybody should have a chance to play the class they want to play and have fun playing what they want. Like there's there's no reason where somebody should be like, well, I like playing monk. Well, monk's underpowered. You don't have any synergies within this group. You can't really come up. Like nah, screw that. Like you should be able to bring your monk because you want to like do you know you want to punch it. <laughs> but wait, I uh, monks did get a fancy new thing. Um, I'll leave that till a little bit later. Uh, I'm just going to finish up these last two things quick because I think they kind of relate to this. Um, uh, along with, the, with these changes as well, they're also doing some adjustments to job actions. So like we uh, knew before, uh, they're removing unused or underused actions as well as merging or creating new role actions from these. So something like Blood for Blood is being removed from Dragoon and moving into the role actions. 
Uh, likewise, a lot of underused or unused actions are probably just getting removed completely. Uh, just, as, just to clean up the hotbars, uh, you should have roughly the same number of skills or less at 70 than you do today. Uh, they're also making it easier to, and they're doing an automatic replacement of the upgraded spells. So what this means is if you have a, st a spell like stone, stone two, stone three, stone four, stone five, we haven't hit stone five yet, stone one, two, three, and four, uh, all of those will be combined into a single button that'll automatically change based on what you have unlocked. So when you have stone one unlocked, you'll have stone. If you have stone two unlocked, you'll use stone two. However, it does, uh, change based on if they have different effects on the spells. So for example, with Thunder, Thunder 1 and Thunder 3 are uh, both single targets, and Thunder 2 and Thunder 4 are multi-target. They're both AoE spells. So Thunder 1 and Thunder 3 will use one action slot. Thunder 2 and Thunder 4 will use an action slot. So effectively, uh, 1 upgrades to 3 and 2 upgrades to 4. 1 won't upgrade to 2 to 3 to 4. So if you have separate effects on the same name spell, they will take multiple action slots. Yeah. Which I'm kind of confused on because stone has a slow, but stone two, three do not. So maybe it won't. Or maybe they all have slows. It's possible. Like, I'm guessing that they'll kind of consolidate and simplify these. So either they'll remove the slow from it or they'll add slow to everything for this. Or stone one will be on a separate one and two, three, and four will be on another one. Uh, Mystic in chat asked, does it sink down when you have stone two in the bar and go to a low level content? It should, right? Uh, I believe so, yes. So if you are, if you have stone three or stone four unlocked and you go down and do a level 20 dungeon, or sorry, level like 25 dungeon, you'll, that same icon will only be stone. It'll automatically sink based on whatever content you are in. And of course, like today, if you don't have the ability at all unlocked for that content, it'll just be graded. You can't use it's gray now. It's just can't use it no more. Yeah. Wonder if anybody's gonna look at their bar and just be like, it's so hard to say goodbye. Take a picture of it, screenshot it. No. No? No. Uh but yeah, so that's roughly the whole overview of the job action changes and the combat changes that we're gonna be seeing. Uh minus the PvP stuff again. Uh I'm kind of looking forward to it. Like, it sounds kind of neat. The consolidation doesn't seem too scary. Uh, there's nothing that really that I've seen has been removed or replaced that is making me sad. Or I, I'm cautiously optimistic on this. Like, with anything of this big of a change, there's a lot that could go wrong. But I trust Square Enix. I trust their dev team. Uh, it sounds like everything is going really, really well, and I get an ability that gets to pull people and troll them, and I can pull people into the fire. So that won a lot of points for me. Well, I mean, I mean, Yoshi P would probably be really happy to know that you're like, he's like, please look forward to it. You're like, I am looking, I am, I am looking for it. I know there's going to be lots of salt, and I will probably have my own share of complaints, but everything that I've seen so far seems pretty good. Trust. Yeah. I don't know if I trust this Ockmorn person in chat, though. Oh, that's, that's wrong. <laughs> that shit. She, um, hasn't, she, she hasn't steered me wrong yet, but I also hear that she plays a summoner. Have I and we saw know? what... A few times. Oh. But I mean, she plays a summoner, and we all know that summoners are traitors now that they can summon spoilers. Anyways, 
Because that video is going spoilers around. for later in the cast. Oh, okay. Oh, spoilers! For, we have spoilers now. Well, I, I'm letting it. I, real, real, uh, never mind. Let's just keep going. <laughs> you had it. You were so strong. What happened? <laughs> All right. So, let's get to uh, some of said nitty and gritty. Uh, guess what? Just like as much as everybody loves dimmer switches, dimmer switches everywhere. We get everybody's getting a job gauge. Everybody's getting one. You get a job gauge, and you get a job gauge, and you get a job gauge, and Shin, even White Mage. I don't know what happened there, but you got a job gauge too. Sorry, buddy. You got flowers. I apologize. Everyone, I'm sorry. Lilies. I got lilies. <laughs> I feel so bad for you. I was like, I don't know what they do yet. They could do something awesome, which will be okay, but they I was like of all the things they could have given you, like angel wings that filled up or something like that that unf like or closed and then spread out further as you filled up or something. Or I was like, man, they gave you lilies. Still, you found the perfect gift for it, which is SpongeBob throwing flowers on Squidward, <laughs> which fits so nicely. Uh, I get a cool sword that fills with black blood. <laughs> so, Aquaman in chat, uh, flowers are cool, man. What do, you, what do you think about that? You think flowers are cool? I told you you got flower power. You were not impressed. <laughs> listen, I would listen. I made joke now, but earlier I was positive about this. <laughs> he was not. <laughs> I was. Not so much him. Machinists, though, machinists get like a bullet holster thing. They get some bullets. No, no, machinists, machinists get the heat gauge. Oh, the heat gauge. That's right. But it looks like they have like little bullets too on top of it. They like they have the double. That could be for um. I can't remember the name of that ability, but yeah, yeah, that ability. Yeah, that one. Paladin and warrior don't really get two different gauges. They get two different skins on the same gauge. Yeah. Because how many times has your paladin and or warrior messed up and had the wrong stance on? Now they have a big UI element that says, you're an idiot, you're an idiot, go to the other one. Now we can see. Now we, now we can see. I don't know if we can we see it, but they'll see it. And they'll be like, oh, I did dumb, dumb things. Oh, no, they did mention specifically that the stance icons will still be on the status bar so that your your party members can see if you're an idiot. Okay, good. I don't have to worry about that. I just gotta worry about my blood. Black blood for the blood gauge. Yeah, black blood for the blood gauge. Summoning demons. All right. Um, no, that's a summoner's job. Nah, it's true. The summoners have betrayed us all. Yes. Uh, so just so everyone knows, uh, monks get the grease lightning slash chakra. So you'll have like this little, what is it, dragon symbol? I guess. Seem dragony. There's like five little orbs and then three lightning bolts underneath it. Yeah. Uh, so you know when you get your, uh, and then you can know when you expend your your chakra. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Black Mage, of course, gets the uh, ice slash fire stacks and Enochian, and then Paladin gets the oath. <laughs> the oath gauge gets me. I like it's like you acquire oath. <laughs> Black Black Blood's a thing. You can get blood. I don't know how you collect oath. 
Is Oath a thing? That's not tangible. You know, they could have used like, I don't know, holy stuff. I don't know. I have lilies. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, let's move on to some class info. Red Mage. Oh, we, oh okay. We did see the ninja one as well. Sorry. We saw we, we saw all of them. The ninja one, uh, I just remembered, it has the... Uh, uh-huh. The forbidden scroll. Well, it, has, it has the scroll and it has that other little thing that I can't remember. It's like a pinwheel. Oh, the the countdown timer with the uh, the the shuriken knife or whatever the little little swirly something like that. And they count down the pinwheel. They get yeah. a pinwheel and a forbidden scroll. Yeah. And then they can summon toads. And then toad rogues. Toad rogue. Ah, uh, what a good day! We get a lot of info. It's so much fun. <clears throat> All right, red mage, red mage. This is the one a lot of people have been wanting to know about. Red Mage, you get... Uh, by the way, the Red Mage... The Red Mage gauge. <laughs> I love that that rhymes. <laughs> is the Magic Crystal Medium, which we still don't know have a definitive answer for if that's the name of it or not, but I'm going with it since that's all we know. Um, you have to balance between white and black magic, and you have to fill up your little gauge, and then you can do... Extra. I think if you do more of one than the other, you don't do as much damage. As far as they, but let me get into it. Uh, you get a trait called. Go more. Yeah, you get a trait called chain that causes the next spell on your chain to instant cast. Also, black white man uh, white mana mechanic that should be used to be balanced maximum DPS. Combining these will allow use uh, you to use the spell blade. Uh, critting with uh, these spells decreases the next cast time for spells of the same mana type, which could be used to balance with the instant cast from chain for optimal DPS. Balance is key. This is right, uh, so th- a balance class. Yeah, they, they went into this and they kind of were trying to explain it, and it sounds really complicated and it looks kind of complicated, but I'm sure it'll, when you start playing it, it'll make a lot more sense. But basically, red mages have both white and black magic. Probably not quite all eight levels of it, but close to. Did you want to be calling and, for it? Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Um, and then, so when they're casting these spells, when they're using their chains, uh, it causes the next spell to be instant cast. So you generally want to use your short cast times, and then the long cast time spells, use it when you have the instant cast. However, because uh, if when you crit on your spells uh, and it causes the next one of that type white or black magic to become uh, decreased cast time, you kind of have to balance that. So when you're casting a whole bunch of black magic, let's say, and it has decreased cast times, you can cast that. But then at that point, if your next spell in your chain is white magic, you can hop over to that and then uh, cast the white magic for fast. So you kind of have to balance back and forth and uh, to raise your black and white magic in your gauge uh, with these two abilities. Uh, the decreased cast time and the instant cast from the chain. I did grab uh, Clemps from Phoenix Down Radio because I know he's a huge Red Mage fan. Uh, so I asked him immediately after this what were his initial thoughts. And uh, he's kind of looking forward to the, he said he likes the chain spell attribute and the fact that they're balancing the black and white magic is very interesting. I would honestly love to have a whole conversation about all of this with it. But uh, I was just putting it out there. I'm not sure. I could have misheard you. <laughs> it could have just been me. I could have said something too. I don't know. 
I was uh, reading on one monitor and trying to look at the other one. Klaus is a very out. lovely woman, I'm sure. Would you like some lilies? <laughs> Would you like... <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Oh, I can't make that it. joke. It's too easy. Good. Yeah. Uh, we also got some information on the samurai. I didn't write down as much, but... I did. I'm listening to more than just you guys. That is sad. It hurts a little on the inside. Uh, yeah, no, uh, Samurai. Um, I mean, I put, I posted a, a, a bomb ass gif of Samurai Champlo, <laughs> which looked a lot like what was going on. Uh, the gauges used. Uh, samurai, to- sorry. I'm sorry, it was Red Mage that was Zara, wasn't it? Red Mage, yeah. So Red Mage. And the video had the sweet like go in and start stabbing things, and he did he did a Z like he was like pop pop did a Z, and I was like oh Zoro, and jumped right on out. So, Zed, yeah Zed. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> Zed. How how dare I? <laughs> <clears throat> it's Zed in sorry, most other samurai. places. It's- uh, so yeah, they ha uh, they have their sword gauge that monitors Sen and the different abilities. Uh, so the moon, the something, <laughs> tree, leaves, chakra. <laughs> I don't remember the names of the three. I don't know. Every time, every time I see samurai, all I want to do is listen to the samurai champloo soundtrack and just run around Doma and like just l- listen to dope beat like hip hop beats. <laughs> <laughs> and kill things. That's what I want to do. I'm not really sure what I got to pay attention to a sword for, but I'm just going to go and just start slicing dudes up to a sick beat. Start playing the edge of a samurai. See, Klaus knows what I'm talking about. Finally, someone. Um. So, I mean, this it's based on what we saw. Boy, howdy. So we got to jump into the other ones because there's more than just these two. Uh, we got to talk a little bit about. These are the uh, ones that I wrote down from the live letter. Yeah, let's so let's talk. There's about a lot that. more that were there. There are there. Let's talk about a little bit of, about some of the others before we get into that because that is a thing <laughs> that's we got to talk about. Um, we it was something we've never talked about on this show, but we need to talk about. Uh, Serious time. A little eh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Uh, so we hyped it a little bit. I guess we could start with summoners, I guess. Summoners, uh, apparently. (laughs) They betrayed us all. They can now just summon Elder Primal Dragons. (laughs) They do have to, uh, fill up their bar or whatever. I wasn't quite, I don't have a summoner, so I wasn't paying attention as much. Bahamut Blue? They have some sort of bar thing they have to fill up. Bahamut. And then they can temporarily summon Bahamut. Bahamut juice. I don't know. Kind of dis- disturbing if Bahamut is Akhorn's dad. <laughs> Hi, sir. <laughs> nice to meet you. Uh, Akhorn, a four, uh, are a resident summoner now. Uh, you have to enter and exit Dreadworm Trance twice before you can summon Bahamut. 
I'll I'll have her home by seven. No. Got nothing for this. You got nothing. <laughs> no Although bad. I did see a lovely thing on Twitter about people taking Bahamut to go and fight Bahamut. The Bahamutception. Yes, Akmar, I'm pretty sure you were involved with that, but I don't have my Twitter in front of me to go and verify. There's way too much Bahamut in that thread. Uh-huh, there was. There's a lot of Bahamut in that thread. Oh no, it was because you responded to it. That's why I remember it now. Yes. Uh, go, it's going to tier 13. Become Bahamut with Bahamut against Bahamut. <laughs> Gotta Bahamut up. Yeah, she said it tier 13, Limp Break 3 as a summoner. Killing Bahamut with Bahamut as Bahamut. That's a lot of Bahamut. Or Bahamut. Now the word just looks wrong. Just saying it and seeing it so much, it's just, it doesn't look right anymore. <laughs> it's all broken now. That's what happened. Welcome to Maelstrom Radio. We'll just break you. It's one piece at a time. Uh, so. Uh, we, we can go into the Scholar. They get the fairy with the tether. And they get a fairy gauge. Got nothing else other than that. <laughs> fairy game. What do you want? I mean, I mean, listen. We can make so many jokes. Are any of them good? No. <laughs> they did get this cool new ability where they don't look at a book anymore, and they have like uh, fancy augmented reality screens over all around them. Do you think you have to read Fern Gully to get that gauge going? No. No. no you just have to listen to. Hmm. <laughs> How electrified. How many? How much? How much? How much of Tinkerbell's magic do you have to do you think it takes to get that bar up? You just gotta think happy thoughts, and the bar fills up, and then your fairy can go heal people. One of the fairy just goes, "Hey, listen." Yeah. That's the tether. That's the tether. It goes, "Hey, listen," and this just tethers to you, and you're like, "No, get away, get away." Hey. That's how summoners now hey, DPS. They annoy the shit out of everything else. Ah. Uh. Scholar, sorry, scholar. Yeah. Giving people PTSD. Water temple just hey listens flipping tables right now. Alright, well. Hey master, there's a thirteen percent chance you're gonna suck at this. <laughs> uh anyway. I mean uh, who else do we have there? Got Lilies. I'll talk about rescue, but I'm not so sure about the whole Lily thing. I don't honestly know what's happening with the Lily thing yet. I really, really don't. Really don't. All I can tell is that, like, you got three Lilies, and then... Do you remember Demolition Man? I could use an ability. Was it Demolition Man where, with uh, Stallone, where, like, he's like, freezes himself to go into the future to fight Wesley Sy- I'm not kidding you, this is a movie. <laughs> He freezes his body, <laughs> and to 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 go into the future, and then they somehow thaw Wesley Snipes, who's a mass murderer, and then they also give him a job thing and a job chip in his arm, which makes him a hacker because they thought that was a good idea. I'm not kidding you. And then he hacks a bunch of computer systems, right? But then there's a point in the movie where he tries to go to use the bathroom and there's no toilet paper and he's like, "Hey, how do you use the bathroom?" And they're like, "Wait, you you don't know what, you don't know how to use the three C cells? It's kind of like you with the flowers. You don't know how to use the." Listen, I went a long way for a demolition man joke. 
that you've never seen the movie. Listen, there is one guy out there that's like, yeah, Demolition Man. I'm sorry. The only movie that I've seen that involves freezing things is Batman and Robin. Oh, chill out. Shinder's and that, a- that just had excellent puns. Shin, Shin has never... Listen, there's a lot of movies that I've seen Shin has never seen. Because so. I'm too young. Not, not much younger than me. No. Uh, who else we have? We saw the Black Mage abilities, but not a whole lot of excitement there. We saw a lot of Black Mage being shown off with their Fire and Ice and Enochian stuff. Uh, Enochian got changed, I think, as well. Did. It's up like permanently now, as long as you have uh, an Umbral Fire or, or Astral Fire or Umbral Ice up. There was something about Umbral Hearts as well, but I have no idea because I wasn't actually listening. I had got called away during that part. Also, uh, to point out that... Uh... I had it and I locked it. Uh, that the the gauges also have like certain countdowns and timers on them to help you use your skills and abilities. So, hang in the way of watching the letters. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, well, that's. I mean, we can go deeper into this, but I think the rest of it is really the PvP changes. They didn't really go over well, like we, we did talk about the monk. Oh, yeah, Monk. We did talk about Monk. Well, I don't remember if we specifically mentioned the support parts that they were talking about. No, go ahead. So one of the things they talked about when they were talking about this whole fixing the synergy of classes is that not a lot of classes play well together. So one of the examples they gave was Monk. And Monk has not been terribly powerful. Uh, and they haven't really had a lot of things to help other classes. So one of the things that they were talking about was giving different classes abilities, uh, such as for maybe the monk would get an ability where it would increase the damage of all of the group around them, and in turn, uh, when the other group members uh, attacked, they would feed chakra back to the monk. But having the sort of like support or utility type abilities uh, to help each of the classes kind of buff each other. And I don't know if that's uh, only towards the monk or if that's also towards uh, other classes getting more support or utility type spells, which honestly I think would be really cool as opposed to turning monk into just like a support class. I don't think it's going to be turning into a support, like a full support class. No, that, that wouldn't happen. No. That would just make me way too excited. So I think a lot of classes are going to be able to get some support abilities. Yeah, I think, remember, like, we even saw in the, like, because we didn't show off all the abilities. Like, there's still the one with, like, Dark Knight with the shield he cast on other players. That's a thing that wasn't shown off today that is a support ability. Like, that is something you can give, I can give a player on my on my Dark Knight. Let's say if Shin's about to take a big hit, I can throw a shield over him. And that may have a, and it's supposed to give me something in return. So, like, if I need to refill MP or, I don't know what you're doing. Did I do something? <laughs> no, but I just thought we haven't touched the Paladin's ability, which was the flashiest ability there. Oh, those guys. And I just thought of something really awesome when we do start talking about it. Uh, sorry, continue, and then we can go there after. So, like, that is something 
that also changes how rating is going to handle because now you have the ability that uh, like uh, for a tank, right? So I'm not now, now I'm not only paying attention to tanking. I'm also, there may be a section where like as an off tank, if I see someone that's going to take a big hit, like they're not going to make it out in time. I could throw a shield on them. So I'm now I'm not only off tanking. I'm also paying attention to the party and maybe that's going to change how fights go. Like, yes, like, yeah, yes, but I mean, it really, it's going to be a lot of like interesting f- fight making. Cause you got to think like there may be fight mechanics to go that are built around this. You don't make these changes without affecting the fights. Like, why you can't and i can kind of understand why you don't want to implement them beforehand which we talked about a lot of this is going to be like the 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 pre-start it's going to be a lot of people learning how to play their classes again because these are major changes um and they did mention too that they were going to monitor and and readjust or the the coming weeks they're going to even for pvp they're going to do it treated as a pre-season they're going to test all these changes and make a whole bunch of adjustments as people give their feedback in the first few weeks of Stormblood. Yeah. It's going to be big stuff. But uh, talk about big stuff. <laughs> Pal- Paladin. Woo! They got some that flashy. was the flashiest ability. Sure did. They got some flashy flashness. They're going to use their shield finally. Good for them. <laughs> Shield. And now that can be both a shield in name and in actuality. Yeah. So uh, Paladin's got a new nifty spell. Don't know what the name of it is yet, unless they said the name. I don't think they did. Um, that essentially I think they mentioned it, but I don't remember. I don't remember it either. But oh, essentially what it does is it does a reverse cone, right? So the Paladin stands out in front, and puts up his shield, um, and then creates a V cone behind him that. The party stands behind him and takes a 15% damage uh, decrease. So less, you take 15% less damage. And then the Paladin avoids, what, 100% block? So 100% block, yeah. So that's a, essentially they just become a wall. That's their, like, that's their man- maneuver is wall. Unless I'm getting it wrong. Like, I think it's more than that. Wait, what? Is it more? Does it do more? Some, I remember definitely reading that there's a 15% damage reduction for everyone behind and yeah. getting 100% block, but I don't remember hearing about anything else. But I, again, I was not watching so much at this part. I, I maybe I and I could have missed it as well because I was on and off the phone at times. One of the things that I do remember was that the paladin has to stand absolutely still during this, and they cannot move. Otherwise, I believe the effect is canceled. Yes, that I know Which, for sure. The exciting part about that was that I control the entire raid by having everyone run behind the paladin during the AOE and then rescuing them. I don't know what they said on stream, but we'll see. <laughs> you don't even know. I just want to see paladin standing there protecting the whole raid, and then I rescue the paladin and pull them away, and the whole raid just dies. Listen, I'm not, sounds great. Listen, I'm not saying that you do that, <laughs> but I kind of want you to do that. Like I just I'll do it when Don is least expecting. Just do that one time. Just pull, just pull it out and be like, "Ha ha!" Just yank back. Well, that's all we really have on it. Now, can we dig more into these and give you a breakdown of each thing? Yes. Is that be terribly boring? Yes. Um, we don't have enough information to say anything useful or interesting. 
No, and I don't feel like we should be dragging it out. Um, like a white mage would drag yeah, dragon dragging it out. No? Alright. Hello game is strong. Uh, <laughs> I will ladies and gentlemen, Shin made that joke. <laughs> I didn't. This whole quoting Twitter. I've, listen, I, the whole time I was here, I didn't make that joke. All right, so serious talk. Who saw? So a big, big point in this community of both love and hate has been the talk of jump potions. Now, Shin and I come from many. Me coming from playing many MMOs. Shin coming from the EQ side of things, and another even Guild Wars too. I know, Rift. Every a lot of games have a some form of jump potion, jump thing, skip level, insta fifty, whatever it is. They they have it. It's it's in a lot of MMOs right now. A lot of people want instant gratification. <laughs> um, they want to be able to play with their friends, and it's. I can understand it. I, I you know, am I one of those people that hate the idea of a jump potion? Now, are they going to get the same things that I get now? I got. I got the story out of it. I got the play time. And it hurt. It sucks. A lot of my friends that want to come play, they're like, all right, well, one cool. Like they don't, I have friends that absolutely do not care about the story. Just do not care about it. Can care. Like the, the amount of care they have is so low that it doesn't matter. You tell them the story. They're like, I'm not interested. I just want to go do the things. And there are people out there that just want to go do the things. They don't care about who they don't even want to know who the hell Estinian is. They don't think two shits. <laughs> all they want to know is how like they just want to kill stuff. And that's fine. And and what this is is for them. And I know there's a lot of people that are like, well, the, the game's about the story. And, the, and like, and, hey, listen, you know what? I'm on your side. I love the story. I, I'm for it. I, I can't wait to see where we're going in Stormblood. I want to see what happens. But not everybody likes it. Some people skip cutscenes. You can't stop that from happening. So let's let's break down what these are and, and talk about it because it is happening. So scenario and job level boost are separate potions. So let's let's go to, through the scenario. The there scenario. are fifteen separate potions. <laughs> you did you break it all down? Are there fifteen literal separate potions? They announced fifteen different potions oh. on the stream. I'll hold on, Don and chat. I don't like it. <laughs> it upsets me. <laughs> I put in work. <laughs> All right, well, there's 15 different potions, but it's all based on your jobs, right? Like the job you want to do? No, no, no. no? So there are two potions for scenario uh, potions, and there are 13 separate job jump potions. Okay, understood. So that, that's how the split is. So the, there's two ones for the main scenario, and in the main scenario, it's only going to be for main scenario quests and select side quests. Um, you can get a potion that will give you everything up to 2.55 or completing a Realm Reborn, or everything up to 3.56, uh, including Heaven Sword. Uh, both of these potions, sorry, yeah, uh, the three, one up to 3.56 also includes everything up to 2.55, so if you want to jump and complete Heaven Sword, you only need to buy the one potion. If for some reason you want to only jump up into 
at 2.55 and then do heaven's word yourself you only buy the first potion so what this does is that if you want to experience heaven's word and not don't really want to go through all of the 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 party planning committee of <laughs> a level 30 of uh Robin Bourne. um you, my wine yeah well I, we need cheese from the gobbies. <laughs> Go to Brave Locks and fetch us cheese. Mm, only the finest stink gob cheese will only do here. Uh, so, I am I okay with this? Yes. Is Shin, do you have any things against this? Like, people skipping the story to just want to play the game? I do. Um have some issues with them skipping the story, not being able to go and see all that and experience all the different things, only because there's going to be a lot of things that they will miss out on as players. They're not going to get a lot of the the jokes or the camaraderie or the the meaning behind a lot of the stuff that we've spent time going through and, and learning. Uh, so in that aspect, yeah, I'm not looking forward to it from this end. You have to remember that this is only for... The quest this does not include level jumping or level boosting uh you're only going to get uh the main story quest done so you could buy this and have a level one character and buy this potion and be completely down in the heavenward storyline but you're level one you still can't start anything until you get all the way up to 60. i like that he's slamming his desk a little bit <laughs> he's a little little heated but in that sense like as a piece of uh, the uh, a person like uh, being able to go and skip all these quests i don't think is terrible it is a very long slog right now if someone wanted to start going uh and play from uh scratch all the way up through and start playing in stormblood it's near impossible and we see this with a lot of other games uh that it's really hard to jump in to a new expansion without doing all the previous stuff and most other games do this by they just you can start fresh from that expansion's content and it's separate from everywhere else. But unlike pretty much every other game, uh, Final Fantasy XIV has a continuous storyline that goes from the first time that you load up the game through every single patch and expansion and up until today. Um, so that's a little bit hard to convey, I think two players that don't go through all of that sort of stuff. But I do think it's good to allow uh, new players to come in and play, start playing with her friends. Uh, you don't have to go through all of that whole slog again. And we've seen that even with players that have joined our FC recently, they're slowly getting through all of this. And now they're at a point where, yeah, they're pretty much sold on it. They enjoy it. They're having fun with the storyline and everything, but they're also level 50 now. They still have the entirety of 2.0 or 2.1 to 2.55 and 3.0 to 3.56 before they even start to think about hitting Stormblood, which we're going to be going into in just over a month. Yeah. So, like Naif and Set, which is Naif, right? Am I getting that right this time now that I know how to say it? It's Naif and a like waif, but with an N. Uh, it's Naif and Sev. Uh, they're, they're levels 53 and 54. They haven't even gone to Heavensward yet. They're more likely to hit 60 before they even touch Heavensward content. Is that a good thing? Sure. That means they won't have a hiccup. They won't have a stopping point. They'll always continually just be able to go through the content. So if let's say if you want to experience the story. Like, hey, if I tell somebody, hey, listen, I want you to at least experience the story, but I can understand leveling and the the... Those leveling gaps where like you get a quest but you can't do the next quest until you're the next level up, that's a pain. 
and I get that. Like, hey, we can run a dungeon and see. Hope, hopefully, you hit the level. If not, then we gotta run a guild test. Like, maybe some people are like, oh, well, I don't have a lot. I don't have that kind of time where I need to level a whole class. But if I can hit sixty, I'll play through the story. Because going through the quest is straightforward. Like, you just run through the city, do all that. But you don't have to worry about levels. You can start pumping out through the story quest. You can get through the story, I think, fairly quickly if you out level the quests. Uh, especially if you're gonna get gear and stuff, then you're just really just gonna sit there and not have to worry about like gearing a character and making sure you get the right gear on and all that stuff. Yeah, and like we said before, um, these potions are include they they unlock your chocobo. You get your chocobo. You get a grand company uh, based on whatever your starting city is. You get the main start main scenario quest completed. Uh, all the main scenario quest dungeons unlocked and flagged as complete, and as well as uh, select side quest dungeons unlocked but not flagged complete, so you can still get the bonus. And of course, you get all the cutscenes in your unending journey in the in room. So there's there's nothing there with your levels and stuff. And they did actually specifically bring it up on the podcast if you wanted to uh, just get super powerful and get a level sixty character and run through the whole main story, scenario quest, uh, you could do that as well. That would be fine. Yeah. Just can't but name you need a different potion. Just can't name your chocobo. Insta chocobo. Insta cho- Instaburb is another great name that you can use. Instaburb's a great one. Instaburb Bob. I hope somebody just gets Bob. <laughs> You're Bob. No, we'll probably have like Que. Que. Quest questing. <laughs> Quest love maybe. You uh, roots fan out there? <laughs> Why? Oh, can I rename my bird? I'm gonna go name it Quest love. <laughs> You can rename your verb. Dear God, nobody still that name. <laughs> Dear God. So yeah, Mystic Rodman Child is the old debate of time versus money. If you have the time, no money required. If you have no time, but money. And I think to some degree that is true. Uh, but I also think that they've kind of implemented this well in that it's not really jumping a whole lot. Uh, personally, I have more issues with the job level boost than I do with the scenario boost. Uh but I don't think this is too terrible in what it gives you, uh, particularly for the cost of it as well. It's uh, for 2.55 completion, it's 18 USD, or for up to 3.56, it's 25 USD. So half the cost of an expansion. So, I mean, all right. So, like, to me, I, uh, I, I mean, like, you know me. Like, I love the story. It's one of the selling points for me to people. I'm like, you should play it for this. This is a great story. Please go. Um, <clears throat> but I can understand a lot of people that are just like, hey, man, I just want I want to come. Whatever expansion you're on, I want to come do that. All right. Well, your options are this. You can pay 100 bucks out the door. Get a character. Get the story done up to my level. And then when it's hit, when it hits, you're good to go. You fly right in there. That's a lot, though. That's a big ask to, for anyone to like say, hey, listen, if you want to come play with me. So the better bet to, for most people, I would think, is just to go and get the character. Because most people are going to be like, if I could just fly through the story, the fast way for me to fly through that MSQ is going to be through having a max level character. Because you're not going to have to wait for cues or have to wait to like, I got to go stop and level up and do a side couple side quests and, and queue for a dungeon. I'm DPS. So my queue's longer now. So it takes me a while like that. I can understand. I, I know there's a lot. There's a lot of hate on the whole idea, but 
as the game gets older and you want people to come play it, you want your friends to come play it. Like I have friends that have come try it. They're like, Hey, this is fun. I just can't, I don't have the time. I don't have time to level or I don't have the time to like, or they don't, they honestly do not care about, they truly do not care about the story. Like just don't. And that's fine. Like they're the people that skip the cutscene. Like it doesn't matter for them. And like, I can't sell them on the story. Like they, they're, they're fans of MMOs and like playing MMOs and they're a fan for that type of game. But I'm never going to sell them on this great f- narrative that we have. And and that's sad, really. And I, you know, but what can you do? Is this option for them? Absolutely. Is it option for me as well? Like, yeah, if I wanted to a, a level another job, I'd probably pay like here. You know what? Here's 25 bucks. Here's a class. I don't really want to spend the time leveling because it just bores me. But I want it maxed out. Here you go. <laughs> Um, so to go on to the, the whole job level boost thing, uh, there are going to be 13 separate potions, one for each job. Uh, they will boost you directly to 60 as well as giving you a full set of gear and a weapon. No word on what the item level will be for those. So we don't know yet. Uh, it is also going to be 25 USD for that, uh, for one single job. It'll give you all of their job quests complete, all of the actions learned, and will give you access to all of the novice. My favorite part about what they're doing for the initial launch, and I hope that this continues throughout the launch, is limiting the number of uh, potions you can buy per account. So until patch point 4.1 at least, they're going to be limiting to one potion, one jump potion, uh, one job specific level boost potion, sorry, uh, per service account. And I think that's a great uh, approach to it to limit kind of people jumping. And I hope that they continue that throughout and limit it to only a certain number of potions per account can or sorry per character can be applied yeah i i mean at least maybe per patch or like all right i will at the end of an expansion we're done with all the patch. like now we unlock it but and then but you can't right now just so you everybody knows you cannot jump samurai red mage that is that is not a thing you can do uh any ninja uh any of the current uh jobs in the game that are available to you are the ones you're going to be able to jump anything else is not uh any word on the whole scholar summoner thing like i know it's like they i do believe you get two for one but i don't know bang i would assume that you get them both yeah i think you get both of them because you'd have to level arcanist which would be the the yeah. class that you base it off of. so unless they get split because of the whole job thing going away i don't know i don't know yeah, we, we probably need some more clarification. I'm guessing, oh, yeah, there are 13 items. That was true. So you pick Scholar or Summoner. So I don't know how that will play into the whole thing. It'll probably unlock Dang. Arcanist to 30. or It'll probably unlock Arcanist to 60, cause, but you'll only get the one set of armor, abilities, actions for the, the one job class. All right, so you're going to get two So you still have to unlock. If you unlock Summoner and did the boost on Summoner, you still have to go back and do the, the quest for... Uh, scholar to unlock it and each of its abilities that's not too that's not too terrible though that that is a pretty great deal still yes not too terrible i'm just gonna say listen if i were you and you were me i'd use my money to to, to do that one Uh, can i use your money too no i can't listen we're 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 poor (laughs) all of our money goes to this not really we don't have a Patreon. No, it goes to all your retainers. 
Yeah, it's true. It does go to all my retainers. We don't have a Patreon, but guaranteed it would go back into the show. Uh, uh, real quick in chat, uh, Art, I'm going to say I'm going to butcher your name, but Arcila, if I said that right, let me know. If I said it wrong, just tell me how I should say it. Uh, problem is, story isn't. Uh, story doesn't always sell people initially. Every 2.0 quest doesn't have an amazing 2.55 uh, before the fall cutscene with it. Completely agree. Um, and and that changes uh, based on a lot of things. Like when I saw 2.55, that's when I'm like, you should go see this Game of Thrones ending. But the problem is, it takes you 60 hours to that kid to get to that Game of Thrones ending. Um, also, uh, Mystic in chat. Yeah, because you also take uh, contend with uh, the timing right now. There, are, there's plenty of people who, and he's absolutely right with this. There are plenty of people uh, who uh, can help, who are just starting up. When Stormblood hits, all these people are helping, or and new guys are leveling their own stuff. Uh, so the new guys have harder time uh, progressing. That's absolutely true. There's a lot of new people joining the game right now. There's a lot of people coming back that are are behind because they're like, oh, cool, I'm getting Red Mage, and that's the class I wanted from Final Fantasy XI. That is happening. Or, hey, I wanted Samurai, and that's happening. They're not at the point yet where they can just go out and and they like they want to complete the story and just grab their, their class and go. Um, so that being said, you know, they're going to be slightly screwed. <laughs> Uh, so it, it, it's, it's a lot to consider. Like I said, shouldn't I come from games where this has happened before? So it's not, especially in those games, not so much of a worry, <laughs> but at any point, and I shouldn't may agree with this at any point. If you jump, that's your prerogative. If you skip the story, that's your prerogative. It's your money and you're putting it into the game. Honestly, there's nothing I can say. There's nobody in this community that can tell you different. There's nobody. There's no reason for anybody in this community to be mad at you because you're spending the money how you see fit to play the game how you want to play it. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, I spend my $15. Like, listen, that's, there's a difference between playing your class right and <laughs> paying to skip to go play your class, right? Because there's plenty of WoW Raiders who want to come raid in Final Fantasy XIV, and I'll tell you what, they're not going to give two shits about the story or leveling. But they do want to raid because they hear a lot about the raiding scene in this game. And guess what they're going to do? They're going to shell out $100 just to go be at top tier to go to raiding. They're going to do it. Just saying, coming from a WoW WoW background and people like I see in the the forums on Reddit and stuff, people are like, "Hey, I'm I'm coming from WoW. What should I do? And how do I how's the level as fastest way for me to level?" Because that's how it is in WoW. Like a lot of people don't care about story. They don't care. They want to know the fastest possible route to level a character so they can get to the end game. And you're gonna give them that option, and they're gonna give that money. So. Does that mean more people are willing to try the game? Sure. Am I going to be mad at you? No. Do what you please. Just learn how to play your class. That's all I ask. <laughs> it's all going to be new anyway. <laughs> I did have one issue and I posted on Twitter and we had a little bit of a conversation earlier about it. But the one thing I'm kind of worried about with this, uh, when they do open it up to more than one per service account, uh, will be people who decide that they want to boost uh, all three roles, tank, DPS, and healer, 260, and get access to the mentor roulette, or to the mentor channels and all that. And I know you still need uh, 300 player comms, but that's yes. really easy to get. You still need a thousand dungeons complete. That's a little bit harder to get, but still okay. But I know for myself, like I would not be feel comfortable giving people advice on how to tank. 
I have my thousand dungeons. I have my 300 comms more than double or tripled. I have uh, a healer and a DPS both at 60. I don't know how to play a tank well. And I know that I don't know how to play a tank well and wouldn't want to give advice, but I could see people jumping in and trying to take, to give advice or giving really poor advice uh, if they haven't had that experience. And today, like you might really suck at a tank class. Like if I get a tank to 60, I'll still suck at a tank, but I've had the experience of playing it from one to 60, uh, which at least gives me some inkling of how it plays in this game, whether or not I've actually know how to play it properly. Uh, But for someone who just pays for it and is instantly boosted to that level, they'd have zero to play time, zero experience. They know nothing about it. And honestly, from what I've known of playing a tank so far, it's pretty different from a lot of other games. You have to pay attention. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why they want you looking less at your bars and more at what the boss is doing, because the game, they even said in the live, like they are working more on visual cues because they, I guarantee they're going to up the visual cue game on the bosses. Um, <laughs> I can level a summoner to 60 and become a mentor without ever healing. That's also true. He's right. Scarlet's right in chat. Uh, it, it it's something to work around. Like, listen, if I need, if there's something that needs an overhaul, come Stormblood. It's the mentor system. Do I? I don't think Shin and I think it's perfect either. Um, being able to get in there is. I think it was I, much like Diadem or anything else. Humble beginnings it has. Uh, where it is now is not perfect because uh, I think there's a lot of people in there that are uh, shouldn't be mentors. Um, there's people in there that are, are trying to actually be mentors, and I think are, are doing a worthy cause. I think there just needs to be something in game that allows you to test yourself to be a mentor that allows you to apply to be a mentor that gets you into the mentor program. Not something that's based on, I leveled these three classes and I got enough commendations and run enough dungeons that boom, I'm now a mentor. That's not a, a thing because there's a lot of people in there that give two shits <laughs> about the people and just want to get whatever you get out of mentor roulettes. So. And huge kudos to those who actually go in and help the new players, who actually spend that time doing it, who run the mentor roulette, not just for the gear and stuff, but also to help new people or actually help new people in there. Whether you want, you, whether or not you just wanted the crown or you want the bonus for the mentor roulette or you're just doing it for dailies or whatever reason, if you're still helping people, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> there have been a lot of mentors. Like even I've seen mentors in what I'm assuming is mentor roulette because they hit come into our extreme runs, and they aren't helpful. They don't say anything. They leave early. But when I get one of those mentors that pops in and is very enthusiastic and thinks that we can do it, like we do great. Uh, I remember jumping into a run with Odin, and we had two or three people leave until we had one mentor pop in on the roulette, and they came in and basically we all learned how to do this we never cleared it but we got significantly closer uh we had some dps problems at the time so we couldn't quite clear the checks but uh, the experience between the two is staggering it is and you have to be it's amazing to see when the when a uh, mentor comes into a, a like a raid or a dungeon and shin or myself are the ones typing out strategies and the person wearing the crown is not at all like not helping, not saying anything. And if and if they add their two cents, it's like I wish you guys could do better, or it's not helpful in any sort of way. Um, it's pretty sad to see the two people that want a mentor crown the most or don't have it help the the most, and the people that have crowns 
just we're just had more time to play the game than Shen and I. <laughs> That's all it is. I hate to say it. Um, as a <laughs> Arcelian chat, as a decent mentor that is also an asshole, one guild test should not be the same as an EX Primal, etc. Yes, I agree that. But if you're in an EX fight and so you see someone that's new or you see someone that may be messed up, there's a difference between just leaving, <laughs> like just up and leaving and saying, hey, just in case, uh, this is a little bit different. Here's some the differences. And you can pop that out real quick because some people are always going to be afraid and say, I'm the new guy because of anxiety of anything. So half the time. Shin and I will just, if we see someone, like, if it pops up the bonus in anything, we just start typing out the strat. <laughs> if every five minutes spent gives me one credit to my mentorness, I would be most gung-ho person all day. <laughs> I would be the most gung-ho person all day. Uh, that I, I maybe actually, well... Figure out something. I listen, it has... There's got to be a better system. I just don't know what it is yet. I could listen. I could fix FCs. I can't fix mentorship. I can't. I haven't. I haven't dug into that one yet. Give me time. <laughs> Tear that down and bring it back up. Uh. So, I don't know. I. I think we. Could we talk more about jump potions? Sure. I. I mean, there's. But there's nothing I can say that'll change it. It's. It's a thing. It's gonna be in this game. Um. Should you be mad? No. Should you yell and kick and scream and, and stop playing the game? No. Does it affect you in any way? No. <laughs> Doesn't hurt you. Doesn't hurt your, your game or the people you play with. If anything, this is going to be able to a selling point for some of the friends that play a another MMO that don't want to level through a game, and then you may get them to come play. It may cost them a little more, but they may do it, and then they can play the game, and then... You can convert them. And then maybe that, at that point, they're like, dang, this is fun. And they'll go back and play the story. That can happen. They may be nutcases, but <laughs> that can happen. Um, Shin, you got any got anything for all this? I know next week we're going to do, or, yeah, next week we'll do PvP. I got nothing more to add at this point. Uh, there was a lot of information. A lot of it was really interesting. But really, we have three and a half weeks to figure out what's going on, and then it's go time. Right about that. Well, again, it's getting real scary. Getting real close to that. That drop everything and let's go see story. Oh man! All right. Well, uh, real quick, I you know, um, there was a tragic uh, incident over in Manchester in UK um, a few hours before Shin and I went live. Um, I don't know if Shin got to see the news. Um, I know he was driving I'm not, and he was out. You didn't have, did you see the news? I saw vague references to it. I have a general yeah. idea, but yeah. So uh, there were two uh, explosions uh, in the Manchester arena after the Ariana Grande concert. Um, uh, 19 people lost their lives. Uh, if you or anyone, you know, family, friend, we're in that, uh, our hearts from here, from Maelstrom Radio go out to you. Um, it's one, you know, I, I often say that MMOs are this great, uh, aspect, uh, for social. And sometimes you can't deal with feelings on an outside, uh, way. 
um, being a person that grew up on video games. Uh, so if you need to reach out to anybody and you can't do it in your, your, your IRL life and you trust the people that you play in game, reach out to them and talk. If you were affected by this in any way, I'm sure they'll be there to listen and help in any sort of way. By all means, you can always reach out to Shinder and I show it at maelstromradio.com. If you just need someone to talk to, um, and so I don't, we joke a lot on the show. I try not to always end the show like on a sad note, but, um, it is tragic what happened. Um, and sorry to see it happen and it sucks, but, uh, you can find us every Monday, <laughs> usually here at, um, twitch.tv forward slash maelstrom radio that's at 8 p.m eastern that's 5 pacific today was very special ship was out of town um and next week may be special as well we may be doing a sunday show uh we'll tweet that out as soon as we get stay. yeah stay tuned um the recorded show goes up on itunes google play and stitcher you can find us at maelstromradio.com so if you do miss a show here our, our uh, raw feed is there you can grab it stick it at any pod app that you use that are not essentially those three major ones uh you can email us at show maelstromradio.com you can find us on twitter at maelstrom hash or i'm sorry maelstrom underscore radio i don't know where hashtag was coming in at hashtag i guess toad rogue uh facebook.com for slash maelstrom radio thank you to everybody that's following like keeps hitting us up on facebook i'm i'm gonna start posting the our, our shows once we haven't posted up on our website, I'll post a link to the website on there uh, as well so you guys can uh, check it out. Um, and then, of course, here at switch.tv forward slash Maelstrom Radio. Uh, if you guys uh, have any questions, just send them uh, emails. And uh, do you, what's your, we want to know what your thoughts are. Also, um, we have a Twitch, or I'm sorry, we have our Discord. Uh, we didn't say this on our last show, and I apologize. Our Discord channel, did we? Maybe we did. The Discord's open. Uh, we, we made it public, <laughs> so um, sometimes we... It's not on our website yet, but it is on our Twitter handle. It is on our Twitter handle, and uh, so you know, you're uh, if you want to come talk to us uh, about the game, the changes, um, jump potions, whatever, you are welcome to come and join us on our public... I'm not listening to the guy in chat. I know it's open because we tested it. <laughs> Um, uh, you're welcome to come join us and, uh, you chat and hang out with us and say things and words and we'll see it. And that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for Shinter, I, oh, I should probably be playing like outro music and stuff. Um, your volume is just disappeared on me. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously? So you're back. This is all right. Well, thanks. Uh, at least it let me do the show. Thanks. I appreciate it. Audio. <laughs> I'm going to get us out of here before. I... <laughs> Thank you all for coming. <laughs> uh, it's been a weird night. Um, I want to thank everybody that came out uh, to hang out with us tonight. It was a later show than normal. Uh, we had a whopping... Uh, a lot of people hanging out in chat tonight. Uh, thank you all so much for hanging out with us and being part of the discussion here on Maelstrom Radio. Um, please come back next time for our PvP discussion. If you were into PvP, we want to know. 
But until sea swallows all, keep listening. Maelstrom Radio is a production of MaelstromRadio.com, Blackfire Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Aorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Opening theme provided by Benjamin Anthony James. You can find more of their music over at SoundCloud.com forward slash Ben773. Our outro is provided by Sodo. You can find more of their music over at SoundCloud.com forward slash Sodo. Views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of Maelstrom Radio and their host, and do not reflect the views and opinions of Square Enix. And until C swallows all, keep listening.